I'm Katie. I'm Liz, and we're Not Not Your Your Mommy. Mommy. Yo. Hi. (laughs) (laughs) This is so fun. I know. We're actually in bed together right now. I know. This is like – so Katie actually just um, made a cameo on my family vacation. We're in a hotel room in Whistler um, with my whole family outside the door. (laughs) <laughs> they are and they're, they're getting like a first-hand glimpse yes the behind the, the scenes pod. yeah they like couldn't wait for the recording to come out i know um and we've had a cinnamon bun and we've had some coffee so we're just feeling yeah i had a mocha which is really <laughs> random yeah you you went a little bit rogue there but it looked delicious i know i'm i told you earlier like i feel like i'm like a mix of like someone who's done like speed or something and then also smoked weed like I'm just like a little bit and yeah. maybe a bit hungover but yeah. I'm none of those things it's no just, I'm feeling a little stressed out I haven't slept well and yeah. I'm excited and like if anyone was to actually hear our conversations before we hit record they would have fully thought that we were <laughs> like are you okay untethered I know I, I know. think I still don't think we finished like 20 of the conversations we started there's so many what is it you say there's like balls there's in balls the in the air there's lots of unraveling unraveled yeah exactly and Um, yeah so here we are hopefully we can get our shit together and complete a conversation for all of our fans for the many your mommy listeners yeah i'm so happy katie's here it's been um i feel like i was kind of like summoned like i felt from you like you needed me yeah like you had like fairy godmother vibes i'm on so i mean obviously being on vacation so great but Aaron left on Monday, so I've been like, I mean, my parents are here, but it's just different when you're solo parenting and toddlers, man, like a three-year-old. I just, yesterday I was, again, he made me cry. And it's not like he made me cry. Like it's the whole, it's just such an emotional thing. And I had this moment of like, can I even parent a toddler? It's so hard. But um, yeah, Katie just like drop down with bread and hugs and yeah I feel like I'm less like help with Emmett but I'm more helping parent you yeah (laughs) you're my mommy today (laughs) totally yeah (laughs) yeah um but yeah we okay so we put a call out for some questions to our followers and we had we had a few um (laughs) (laughs) like literally like how many is a few three yeah okay yeah so that's how many we had yeah. Thanks for all of your engagement. Yeah, but we um, there has been some questions even before just about what does yes. Matt Leave look like when you're an entrepreneur. To be honest, that was my number one question to all of my yeah. entrepreneur friends before I went and had a baby was like, how am I going to do it? What does it look like? Because so for context, actually, the feedback Chris gave me, my husband, after listening to our last episode was he's like, think bigger. Like you're acting like everyone knows who what Kokomo is or even where these places are in Vancouver. He's like, no one in the middle of America will know about these things. So to think bigger. Yeah. Thanks for the feedback, Chrissy Poo. <laughs> um, in Canada, we get basically if you're working like for a company yeah (laughs) you get uh one year mat leave uh if you're a mom and i think men get some get paternity leave basically per baby unit there's a certain amount of like yeah basically you get around a year whether Mm -hmm. you're the mom or the dad only Mm -hmm. but not you know you don't get two years per baby and up to actually a year and a half in some circumstances yeah but usually around a year and you essentially go on like 
EI, so our version of like welfare. Yeah, yeah, um, in yeah, Canada, I guess. Yeah, yeah. and um, it works out to like what, like twenty five hundred a month? No, no, no. I think it's gone up. I think yeah, okay, maybe like it I think like it depends 2000, on how much you earn. It was like two thousand a yeah. few years ago, right? Yeah, was it? Yeah, or was it nine hundred a week or nine hundred every two weeks or something? I think it was like. The the amount I was looking at when I was trying to figure it out was like about two thousand a month. Yeah, essentially, it's like the I think it's seventy. I don't know. <laughs> We're clearly not the people to ask. Yeah. <laughs> um, but essentially, it's around yeah two thousand a month, yeah. and there's a, like a max to it, and I think mm-hmm. it's around like a fifty five thousand yeah. dollars salary or something yeah. like that. So exactly. that's kind of what like majority of people in Canada do, um, and sometimes the father also takes some pat leave in there or just some vacation or whatever Mm -hmm. so i feel like every single one of my friends basically is Mm -hmm. on a version of that and when you're an entrepreneur like in my case i was on payroll so i was like still paying into ei i paid into ei um my whole life Mm -hmm. since i started working Mm -hmm. and so i just kind of assumed that i would end up doing that because i'm on payroll right yeah Um, but that's not really the case because I don't really know. I should probably bring my accountants on here to explain it, Mm -hmm. but essentially it's not the case because actually you might know a little bit more. What do you mean? Because I know when you tried to do it. Yes. Okay. So like the paying into EI thing. So when I found out I was pregnant right away, I was like, okay, well obviously I don't get mat leave because I'm a freelancer. And you're not on your own payroll. Yes. And so I dug into it. I was like so sick first trimester on hold with the CRA for like hours and hours trying to figure it out. And essentially the rule is, is that you need to have been paying into EI for a year prior to the birthday of your child. But it's EI plus or something. Yeah, something like that. But what I realized is like special services EI or something. Yeah, something like that. I mean, we're, we're <laughs> okay. clearly not accountants. Maybe we should have done some research yeah. this episode. <laughs> but no, what where I landed was, okay, I'm too late, didn't do it, but... So you're going to say you're too lazy. <laughs> yeah, well, that too. But um, I was like, okay, this isn't a life-changing amount of money. Like, obviously, any money helps, but how I looked at it was like, okay, I'm just going to save. You have a year. Yes. I'm going to save as much money as I can. And I banked on like not having any income for about six months because I knew Aaron was going to be going on paternity leave from seven months to 11 months. So I'm like, that's the cool thing when you are an entrepreneur. Yeah. Actually, my neighbor, she's an entrepreneur and her husband just took basically not I think whatever the max is that he could take so like nine months essentially so oh. they're both going to be home for the next like year that's amazing I know I'm like that's, can I redo it oh I know it's I know amazing. but yeah I that's kind of how I looked at it and then I also found as soon as I had Emmett I wasn't really spending money it was, I know I was just like I mean like coffees and stuff I, the, I'm honestly I think if you have like enough money for your mortgage and like some lattes you know, I agree. I, I remember I used to, I kind of got into this habit during the winter where I would like walk to Starbucks each day. Yes. And that was kind of like a big part of my routine. Yeah. And yeah. I would just like be like, well, yeah, my latte is like getting up to like $10 for some reason per yeah. unit, but yeah. it is actually still cheaper than therapy yeah. <laughs> or a divorce. So I was yeah, like, it works. this is working. No, I know. There's something about like, I mean, I've always loved getting coffee, but like when you have a kid, it like, punctuates your life it's like okay you know what 
maybe the first nap was shit. Maybe last night was a horrible sleep, but like I'm going to go get my latte. Oh my God. I'm going to get three sips of like such hot amazingness and it's going to be amazing. Yes, totally. But no, so I, okay, to circle back on the accounting CRA situation, I did not pay into EI. I just saved and planned for it. And around, yeah, and it was around two months and I started to feel, well, I mean, I was feeling a lot of things, but I, even though I had money saved, I like wanted to have that feeling of like invoicing someone and being needed and like getting work done again because I just felt so like disconnected from who I was and like who I was before I had him. Um, And so I took on a client when Emmett was around two months and it was just way too soon. Yeah. Not in hindsight, it wasn't actually what you needed. You were just kind of you were actually like really mentally like disbalanced at that yes, point and yes. you weren't making decisions that were like maybe the yeah proper decision exactly i was just like so hormone fueled i was so like sleep deprived and i was like this is going to make me feel like me again totally and it kind of did in some instances but literally it was like the only way i could take calls was to just have him on my boob the whole time i was going to ask you how did you like logistically do that yeah well I mean like Aaron had gone back to work at that point because I think he took six weeks off which was amazing Mm -hmm. um but I remember this client saying because she knew I'd had a baby she's like where's your son I was like oh he's on my breast (laughs) because I literally would he would like to stay on there forever (laughs) probably no milk coming out because you know but um read the read read the, the read the essay but um yeah he would just quietly be on my nipple and I'd be like okay so what headline do you need <laughs> oh my god what's the deliverables but um yeah that and, would stress me out so much more yeah it it wasn't the ticket to me feeling better that's for sure but once he was napping more consistently around six months like right before Aaron went on ma- our pat leave I did take on a project and it did it helped I felt really the first call I took with this client like I felt so brain dead. And afterwards, I was like, did I make any sense? Like, I just felt – I remember that one. It was for the app. Yes, exactly. Good memory. But, um, yeah, like afterwards, I even asked Aaron. I was like, did you hear me? Like, was I saying real words? He's like, oh, yeah, you were great. I just felt so – like, I'd just been thinking about baby stuff for so long. I know. But I felt like I couldn't even speak anymore. So you thought – so you had financially prepared for six months off. How, like – so you did your two-month stint and then again you actually went back to work around what? I would say – so at, like the two-month thing, I did that one client and then I was like, okay, I need to st- take a step back. And then at six months, I took on the app project and that was kind of it. And then when Aaron was off from 7 to 11, I was working more consistently. Not as much as I am now mm-hmm. um, and not – like I didn't actually really fully get back into it until Emmett was like 14 months. And are you like, do you have any regrets around that? Or are you happy with how that timeline went like for the seven to 11 kind of thing? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I do. I mean, I have a lot of regrets about that time. Like I wish that I, I wish I could have just given it the full like wait until Aaron was off. Mm-hmm. And then even when he was off, I didn't need to be working as much as I did. Mm-hmm. I think I was just so desperately like trying to get back. To something yeah. which like now we know like you just don't yeah. ever get back there. Yeah. But um, you didn't have this podcast to keep you sane. 
Yeah, exactly. I'm also just like so comfortable right now. Oh my god, me too. <laughs> like I kind of forgot we were recording a podcast. I know. I thought we were just having a sleepover. I feel like I could like fall asleep in a good way. Like not that I'm bored. I'm just so cozy. <laughs> totally. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think if I was to do it again, which I don't know if I will, but if I do, I would plan for a year. Mm-hmm. If I could, if I could financially do that, I think I could really, I could mentally like put a pause on that part of myself mm-hmm. for a year. Mm-hmm. I think that would be amazing. And I think, from- I think that's one of the biggest differences about being an entrepreneur and kind of working for a corporate job is that you, you know you do have the flexibility so you can, you know, if you're in a good place, you can kind of take whatever. But yeah. I mean, you also can't. Sometimes you get forced to go back into your business sooner than you want. But I found I actually kind of have taken a year, mm-hmm. but I really didn't. I definitely didn't decide that from the beginning. Do you yeah. know what I mean? So it's kind of like when you leave your you know, let's call I, Lululemon's like our number one example. So when you mm-hmm. leave the doors at Lululemon, you put your out of office on, your yes. HR set you up, you're like, see you later. They've hired your your um, replacement and yeah. we'll see you in a year, yeah. right? Or a year and a half. Whereas like with our world, it's, mm-hmm. I know it would be nice to be like, okay, I'm going to see everyone in I a know. year. I and know. Like, it, Cause yeah. So for me, I feel like I wasn't I, I don't know. That was the hardest thing for me. I had such a hard time like imagining not being at Kokomo every day and like wrapping my head around that. Yeah. And I just kind of had to just like let it all go. And, I like, know. Obviously, I, I like trusted my business partner 100%. So it wasn't that at all. Mm-hmm. It was just like I actually had so much guilt. Yeah. I had so much guilt not being there because my business partner – like. I I just had to wrap my head around, okay, this is why I have a team and this is why I have a business partner. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he'll also have a child eventually. And, you know, we, you know, or one of us might get sick or like all these things are happening. That's why you have a team. That's mm-hmm. why I didn't want to do it alone. Mm-hmm. Cause it's like holistically, how are you looking after each other years over years? Right. But also then I also would have guilt for not being there for my family. Oh, so I know. It was like this weird thing. And then, I had such a hard time just understanding that like as a – okay, so society wants women to be these like leaders and to do these great things in life and yet we are the ones who biologically have to have children. Yeah. And also our child needs us to like feed off of us in the beginning. Mm-hmm ideally. Mm -hmm. And so it was just, I just, I literally, I still can't really wrap my head around it. But Mm -hmm. if you're a girlfriend of mine, you know, I like called you almost every single day, all my girlfriends to be like, so I don't get it. Like, how am I supposed to run a business and like be there for everyone? And also how am I supposed to like be the right mom and like support my baby? I had, I like, and I was just like, I don't really get it. Like, how does this work with society? Like, but it's a society expects me to be a state, like a stay at home mom for the next first little bit. It oh, was I know. So hard. Have you seen that thing? It's the saying, it's like, um, society expects you to work like you don't, you're not a mother and mother like you don't work. Yeah. So like you're supposed to be full on in everything, but like you, as soon as you have that baby or as soon as you're pregnant, like that's just not possible anymore. I know. They all intersect. Like there's yeah. no off button, but I don't know if you felt this way, but I felt like once I had Emmett, it kind of – and I think it's just because there's that, like, loneliness and, like, the, like, repetitive 
nature of being a new mom, I would like look out and it felt like the world was like passing me by. Like I was seeing like, oh, so-and-so is like got this new client or oh, so-and-so is starting this business. And I felt this like I think that was also what drew me back to some work was like, oh, I have to like keep going. I have to mm-hmm. make things happen even though I had just made a huge thing happen, which was have a child. Yeah. I know. I didn't really feel that way because I think it was so overwhelming for yeah. me that, I mean, you saw me in it. Like I feel like I was kind of head in, head in the sand for a little bit. Like mm-hmm. I feel – yeah, I, I didn't have that as much. Yeah. I think I feel that a little bit like socially. Like I'm like, yeah. oh, like for instance, in September, it's Chris's 40th. So we have a few events for him. And then we have other friends' 40th and mm-hmm. other things happening. And it's like, we don't really get to do it all. And so that's still, yeah. I'm still having a hard time with the FOMO around that because mm-hmm. I want to do all the things. Another thing that came up for me around that same, I guess, is it like patriarch stuff? I don't know. Yeah. I never know. Well, about these like um, classic like vocab things and like things that are happening. Pa- <laughs> like patriarchal society is for sure what we're talking about. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing is like, so with Chris and I, it wasn't like automatic that it would be me who takes a mat leave. Mm-hmm. And because I really did struggle with it and I like yeah. really couldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And so we went back and forth about like how we were going to look after our child and how we're going to support our family during this time. Mm -hmm. And yeah, like he, at the end of the day though, it came down to like our family couldn't afford if he was the one on EI. Yeah. Um, And so we basically needed his salary to like keep us alive. Yeah. And so that's like a weird thing too. Cause yeah, like he, and I also feel like there is this level of norm where if he had to put his career on hold, like Chris is amazing. Chris does like probably 60% of the parenting in our household, even though he's also working. But like mm-hmm. he, and as we know, most of it happens in the night yeah. when he's, <laughs> he's sleeping with our child. He's your night nurse. Hashtag bad mom. Yeah, he's my night nurse. <laughs> I love it. I have such like, a vision of Not him. Not to be like- confused with wet, wet nurse. Yeah. Let's hope not. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> wait, what's the vision? Just Chris this, wearing like a bonnet? Like, yeah, like a little white bonnet and like nightgown. <laughs> oh my God. We need a graphic designer to put Chris in a, in a gown for the cover of this episode. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God, it's too good. And I was like a little cross on yeah. the dress. <laughs> Chris is now a nurse in the like 1930s. Well, he does like work in like the medical field. It's, it's not true. that far he off. He does. And he like literally like knows so much about diapers. It's so <laughs> weird. Like I was like, you need to pull the flaps out. He was like, he literally rolled his eyes at me and he was like, I actually like. He's like, I invented these. That's like- <laughs> not what you're meant to do. And I actually can't have this conversation with you. Because yeah. then I fought him and he was like, get a grip. I can tell you so much about this diaper right now. Oh, my God. Anyways, so that's <laughs> how Chris makes his millions. <laughs> okay, but what were we talking about? Um, oh, Chris, oh, yeah. So we had we went back and forth, but at the end of the day, our family literally wouldn't be able to, like, keep ourselves alive if Chris didn't get paid his full salary. Mm-hmm. And there is kind of this underlying piece where, like, oh, like, he's not going to put aside his career for a year. I mean, he's never said that. But it does kind of feel like as women, yeah. like, when we're born and we decide we're going to have children, it's like we there's kind of just known, like, women are going to take a few years out yeah. here and there. Yeah. And that was what was really interesting with, yeah, like, I'm – I I 
I have put my career. I mean, it's different because I yeah. own the business, but like Kokomo is definitely like, trust me, my business partner's done amazing things. And I do think that like life happens as it happens and Kokomo yeah. is what it is today because I wasn't in the business for a year, which is also a good thing. Like it's, right. there's different opportunities and different things that come up. We, me and my business partner have different strengths. So it is like cool to just see how it's happening. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like I we're so used to putting our mm-hmm. careers on hold. Do you know what I mean? Totally. And there's like it's it's naive to think that your life doesn't take a pause when you have a baby in all, you know, aspects. Like I've been even thinking about that with like having a second and I'm like, but I feel like there's this momentum in my work and writing and I just I don't know if I'm ready to take another like a year plus. Mm-hmm. off of that mm-hmm. goal do you know yeah I 100% know I know it's like definitely something you have to get aligned on as well with your partner because it's mm-hmm. like a family decision totally as well. like like yeah family decision to have a child but also family decision like what are we both gonna give up Chris yeah. and I I feel like we talked about it but then even since having a baby we've like had heavy discussions around mm-hmm. what we've both had to almost give up you know and he'll oh, be yeah. like oh I've given up you know, I haven't been able to travel for work the way I'm supposed to or where, the way I should for my career. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, but I haven't even been in my business for a year. Yeah. And it's like you kind of go back and forth. Um, and like at the end of the day, I win because I show him my scar on the front of my body. And oh, I'm my like, God. <laughs> Do you really lift your shirt up and say like, look? No, I'm like so sad about my scar. Oh, so me I don't too. Lift it up. But I um, – yeah, I'm like, okay, well, I've done the ultimate. It's such a push and pull. I even feel that way when like – Aaron gets home from work and like Emmett's so like nice to him because he's mm-hmm. excited to see him because he's like the shiny thing who's been gone all day. Yeah. And I get kind of like, must be nice to like, you know, leave and be able I to know. have your hot coffee. Oh, I know. And go to the bathroom alone. And then you come home and you're like Santa Claus. Like everyone's so excited to see you. So it's funny. I also think it was a really great exercise for me in that I don't know about you, but I, it was almost like, it looked nice to be a stay-at-home mom before I oh, was yeah. one. Yeah. And now it was great because I tried it on and it's actually so not for me. Yeah. And it's really nice now. Like I'm really ready to like really, really yeah. go back to work. Yeah. And it's kind of – I think it's going to be really nice to mm-hmm. work and know that, okay, I actually don't want that other thing. Yeah. Like and, – and truly because it's way too hard. Like People yes. who are stay-at-home moms, like, like, wow, you have the hardest job in the entire hardest world. Hardest job, yes. And I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, and I think, like, yeah, no, you'll, uh, you'll, there'll be such like a newfound appreciation for your work, but then also your time with CJ, um, because he's starting with his nanny, right? Yeah, that's why I'm so stressed out right now, is because I, you know, we've been talking about this transition for a while on this podcast, but he's starting with a new. So we've kind of like for the last little while we've had like one or two days a week uh, support in our home but now he's like going to someone else's house with their child and she's looking after both of them and I don't know I'm feeling so stressed out about it I don't know why he like thrives with others and is super social and he's gonna do great but he's not like a great sleeper or he but he has been he does nap well but Mm -hmm. he's just like yeah I don't know he's hasn't napped well I don't know I'm I am really just I'm nervous about him and like but the thing is like he's gonna sleep like he's not gonna not sleep so they're gonna figure it out and from what I hear is Mm -hmm. kids who have these 
problems or whatever you call it, mm-hmm. they end up doing really well actually in like another Oh my system. God. Well, like yeah. that's why I feel like Emmett is like having a bit of a hard time right now is because he's not in his daycare routine. Yeah. And I feel like, yeah, like he will sleep. It'll like surprise you probably how well he sleeps. And even if he doesn't sleep well in the day, he'll like come home and be really tired and he'll probably have a great sleep at night. But I think it's like the transition yeah. to childcare is wildly like underestimated. I was so like shocked at how emotional I was about it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Like today, <laughs> I, Chris and I were just like laying there with him and I just started crying and he was like, what's up? And I was like, I'm so sad for him to turn 20. And he was like, <laughs> wait, I'm so confused. He turns one next week. I'm yeah. like, I know, but like, my head's already at 20 and I'm so sad I'm not going to be able to kiss him like a hundred times a minute. <laughs> and like my head just like, I know. like, I'm so, these milestones like make me, so, I'm so emotional about all these things. And yeah. And like I have so much guilt. Like I brought this child into the world and then, I mean, I, I didn't expect, and we, let's talk about that, but I didn't mm-hmm. expect to spend a year with him and I have on some level. Mm-hmm. And now I feel really bad that like, I'm not going to spend most of his days with him and I'll never get this chance again because he's going to be, you know, maybe one day I sell Kokomo and I do have more time, but then he's going to be like five years old. It's going to be different. He's going to be in the world. He's going to be owned by the world, not Mm -hmm. by me anymore. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I just have like, I guess I'll always have guilt because then I would have guilt if I wasn't at Kokomo in September, but then, and I really want to be the, the, here's the thing is I was talking to my sister about this this morning because she wasn't ready to go back to work but right. she did yeah i am so ready to go back to yeah. work like i can't i really cannot wait i'm so ready to just like be there i'm so excited to work with my team and to be creative again and to like strategize again and build things again mm-hmm. i'm so ready oh my god but i do have so much guilt that he's gonna spend like the majority of his time each week somewhere else i feel like i'm like sending him to like child labor like i don't know how to explain it like i feel like i'm sending him to work every day you're like sending him off to war like that's a bit dramatic but, <laughs> but you said child labor <laughs> maybe he'll bring some nike garments home oh, for me. My, oh god. my god that's so dark so dark yeah no <laughs> can it we is... come back from that okay let's try yeah <laughs> i'm not sure how we can navigate this i know like the first day i dropped emmett off at daycare he cried and i didn't and like you we like wave at the window and we say goodbye yeah um and so I was waving and I can see he's crying but he's like already like pulling it together and I literally was like Kayla's just make it to the car make it to the car and I was literally like <laughs> like weeping I was so sad did you do it on your own or did Aaron come with I did it on my own I think Chris is gonna do it because I heard yeah. that it is a little bit easier yeah I should have honestly I should have done that but um yeah, I don't know. It was – and then, like, all day I'd be kind of, like, just thinking about him, mm-hmm. even though I was dying for the time to just mm-hmm. work and – But, like, he's out there and – it's weird because, like, I have a nanny in my house, like, right now yeah. um, with him. But it just feels a little bit more, like, it feels like the next phase, you know? Totally. And it's just – I don't like, know. someone else is going to cook for him. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. But he – I initially was thinking that we would do, like, a really, really gradual transition. But yeah. I talked to my sister who's, like, a lot more functional than me or, like, <laughs> I don't know, like, much more of an operator. And she was, like – I was, like, okay, I think Chris is going to go and then put him down for his first nap there at the house. And she was, like, no, just, like, 
see what happens. I totally get and it though. Check because and adjust the sleep there. thing is hard. I, that was really hard for me to like let go of the control around that because you feel like you're like, I've done it for a year. Only I know how to do it. Yeah. But I, I think your sister's right. And I think that they act different around others. Oh, I just always say this. Like my daycare person is like, oh, his manners are so great. I feel like I'm positioning him like he's like such a dick and he's not. He's just he, – they. your kids always treat – like mom gets like the mom treatment, like the hardest. Totally. And so when he's at daycare, like he does things – he just like follows the crowd and in is yeah like under someone else's watch yeah a hundred percent like i like i asked my sister what he was like the other day when she watched him and he was like thriving so actually that's the thing he also is dying to be with other kids of and course to be social and so i know it is the right thing for him but yeah uh, i feel sick about it all i know okay so like now that it's coming to a close like was your mat leave what you expected? So I don't even know that I could – again, I couldn't really wrap my head around what mat leave was going to look like for me. But I knew that no matter what, I needed to take like – I think it was like the first three months. Mm-hmm. I said to my business partner, like, I just like – I think, you know, I was so close to you in your birth and mm-hmm. becoming a new mom and so many of my friends that I was like so aware of like just what – yeah, you were yeah. not naive. Like, you got yeah, it. Yeah, I feel like it. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But when it's happening to you, it does mm-hmm. feel wilder or, like, just, I don't know, more layered. Mm-hmm. And so I had always said, like, I'll check in, you know, around Christmas or whatever. Yeah. And there were some times. So then I had the baby. It actually worked out, like, amazingly. Like, I handed off everything to my business partner on, like, a Thursday. And then all of my friends – um, you included through me a birthday party that evening oh, yeah. at a friend's house. And then the next day I came and then, yeah, basically that weekend I came back to Squamish and was like, okay, like, I feel like this baby's going to come. It was early, mm-hmm. but I was like, I'm ready. I feel like the baby's going to come. And then Sunday night my water broke. Yeah. And so then, yeah, essentially. I feel like you just knew. Everything started. Yeah. yeah. And then obviously, you know, Bunch, we'll tell the birth story another time. Um, but I feel like I really like went into like a healing bubble for the first month or two. Mm-hmm. And then I was so helpful, like not having commitments to talk to anyone. Like it was yeah. my birthday a week later and I actually had to hide my phone. I told Chris, like, can you, if, can you look at my phone and respond to people? You probably got a response being like, thank you. Katie's like not able to. He was definitely you right like now. your PR person. He was assistant. Even to my family. I'm still like, sometimes I'm like, wait, does my family know that they can like call me now like a year later? Cause maybe we didn't tell them. Like, you're open like, for business yeah, now. Like, why doesn't anyone <laughs> ever call me anymore? But anyways, <laughs> but like, yeah, Chris, was like my my publicist. He and it almost felt like it was like um like a canned response that he sent to everybody. <laughs> it was very much like thank you for reaching out, Liz. Like we will be in touch shortly because <laughs> it was like birthdays are really overwhelming already. Mine's in like two weeks. I'm already like nervous about it. But birthdays are really <laughs> overwhelming. I'm not good at responding to texts to begin with. Yeah, no, she has literally like uh, at least. 65 unread texts at all times. Oh, yeah. Your and phone gives me anxiety. The thing I want to do on my birthday is spend time. I don't like being on my phone. So the last thing I want to do on my birthday is spend time. And then 
so then all these people were texting me on my birthday. And then I was like, well, I can't just be like, thanks. Even I just have a newborn baby. Like I clearly need to tell them about the yeah. newborn baby. But I hadn't like told anyone yet because I was too much. I couldn't, I didn't even know how to put it into words that I had a new baby. So it was all too I much. remember when you sent me the text, I literally was just sitting somewhere and I screamed. I <laughs> screamed. You just sent me a picture. Of, it was a selfie of you and Siege. And you were just like, yeah, it happened. It's a lot. I don't really even know. But like, here he, here he is. I don't, I'm so bad at putting words to things. It's like too much for me. I remember like this sounds dramatic, but it really wasn't. But CJ and I were in the <laughs> ambulance um, on the way to Northbound. It wasn't like a siren ambulance or anything. And we, and like people had texted me throughout the day and I like couldn't tell them yet that I had a baby. So I just like responded normally to them about really <laughs> random things, like about like things in our strata. I just like, admin admin the whole i totally I get was, it like, though clearly on drugs on that the comms thing. post having a baby i almost like wish i could like hire someone to do that I know. if i ever did it again it's so stressful i oh, i felt this pressure to like explain to people what had happened and like oh my god where i was at like i literally remember like writing down notes like respond to this person ew i will you know that's very me but yeah, i was no, just so stressed yeah like, I it's just, stressful. It's very that, stressful. So if I have any advice, it's like, like set up expectations. Like for yes. me, I wrote an email to my family being like, sorry, I feel like we've digressed, but yeah. um, <laughs> that was right. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I wrote an email to my family being like, you know, no one's going to see me for the first little bit. Like, sorry. But anyways, I feel like I set up expectations around communication and that was helpful. And also just literally not looking at my phone mm -hmm. for a really long period of time was super helpful for me. And also I didn't want to look at my phone and nod at my baby because I was just like, how is you, how are you alive? And like, what's happening? Yeah. But back to Matt leave, I really didn't think that I'd be sitting here almost a year out with um, like not an active role in my business so much. Um, but kind of how it went is like, yeah, when I checked in back in January, like my family, like my family, we weren't ready, um, for me to go back to work at all. I wasn't ready. I was like still really in a healing bubble, I mm -hmm. feel like. And my, and we didn't have daycare or childcare or anything like that. And so we kind of just, me and my business partner just agreed to check in like every few months, but I would still be like a sounding board for him. And I still like would support with like onboarding our social team or, you know, just kind of like little admin mm -hmm. tasks or whatever. If we need like new creative made for a sign or something, then I would support in that or like whatever was needed. But yeah, I was like fully like I didn't no one in our team like really know who I was, like any new hires or anything. Is that weird? Yeah, it was really weird, but it was also kind of a cool evolution to our business. Um, in a weird way. I do feel like it was, it's like so part of our story that right. I was not in the business for a little bit. I think yeah. it's like, I think like some things probably have happened that wouldn't have happened if I was there. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is kind of cool. And then, yeah. And then just recently I, you know, our social person has gone on mat leave. So I've taken, I've kind of like slowly taken back a few things like okay. social and things like you know, just a, like as we start this new location, just a few creative things and then just some we're starting to get into bigger retailers like Whole Foods. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so I know. Kinda, I wrote the packaging. Oh, yeah. Liz <laughs> helped with all the packaging. So, yeah. Um, yeah, kind of like taking back a few things, um, probably doing like, I don't know, 10 to 20 hours a week. Perfect. Yeah, totally. 
Um, I don't know if I've gone on a tangent here, but no, I think you, I think you answered it. I thought I would be back way sooner. Yeah. And I'm not, but I also feel like I've, yeah, it's good to know I don't want to be a stay home mom. And I totally am so happy that I am ready to go back. And the wheels are in motion for me to go back. And it's also such a good time. Like it's basically fall. Like you're going to have your birthday. Then it's going to be like back to school, back to work. It's mm-hmm. going to be great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, the weird thing is though, like going into your business when people don't really know you yet and like yeah. knowing how to show up. Do you know what I mean? Because you're right. not necessarily a leader for you're like, you're not their manager yeah. right now. Yeah. So like, I don't know. It's such That's a- like an interesting like nuance to like how you're going to like approach that relationship. Yeah. You know? 100%. Let's do 30 second hot takes. It's my turn to ask you. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ask you five things. I want you to be real quick. Okay. Thoughts on <laughs> You know what? Let's this is really topical. Okay. Night nurses. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Chris, <laughs> that's all you need to say. Yeah, just Next. just Chris. Check. <laughs> okay. Oh, that works for me. Baby showers. Um, okay. Well, I think I have kind of like a bitter view of baby showers because like it was so heavy COVID when I was going to have my baby shower. Remember? Like you and my sister were going to plan it and then – Like I'm the worst planner ever. Well, no, but it was like literally every week it just became more and more clear that like (laughs) this chick was not having a baby shower anytime soon. Um, But I know like people have different beliefs on like is it bad luck to have the baby shower before the baby comes. Um, I think, again, if I ever did it again, I would do a sip and see. Like the post. Oh, yeah. That's good. But like I wouldn't be able to do it until the baby was like six months old. <laughs> I thought you were to say 16. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. No. Um, <laughs> then he, the baby would be like sipping themselves. <laughs> be like a sipping, sipping blind. <laughs> um, okay. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm fine with baby showers, but I'm not, I'm not precious about them. Okay. Cool. Coco Melon. <laughs> I thought you were to say Kokomo. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pick one. Um, okay. Well, actually, no. It's funny you should say that because I've said Kokomo before, and Emmett just thinks you work at Coco Melon. Oh, perfect. So <laughs> he must think I'm awesome. Yeah, he thinks you are Coco Melon. Coco Melon is so annoying. It is the same. Like whoever did the like musical, I don't know, creation for it is like did not really think outside of the box. It's the same <laughs> tune for every song. Wait, Miss Rachel's like that too. Have you noticed? It's literally the three same tunes. No, I don't know. She's like, I stand by, by Miss Rachel. Like, she's okay. doing God's work. Like, Coco Melon is like crack for children. I don't, I'm out of this game. Don't get into it. I'm literally asking you all these questions that, like, you would need to know the answer to for yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm like, I don't even know what Coco Melon is. So I'm going to ask you because if you ask me, it'd be awkward. Okay. Okay. Next. Okay, next. Bougie baby carriers. Oh, well, I was thinking of like the Art of Pop Poppy. Yeah. Art of Pope. Um, Does anyone know how to say it? I don't know. I think it's art of poppy. I call it art pop. Well, <laughs> shocker, you say it wrong. <laughs> and the worst is when people try to ask me, like, what is my baby carrier on Instagram? I'm like, I don't know, art pop. Yeah, just look it up. Um, I actually put that there for you because you have it, and I was curious your thoughts on it. Okay, do you want to flip it over? Yeah. Okay, I'll take it. Uh, I got it as a gift, but I did have it on my registry. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> my vision was that, like, six people would go in and buy it for me, but – my very generous sister bought it for me. Maybe because she also knows that like she's going to have another kid at some yeah. point. Yeah. So she knows. It's a gift she- for her too. <laughs> Let's be yeah. real. And I picked the 
cloud. I really picked the whole thing because it, they had a fun print and I'm not actually a fun print gal. Yeah. But I was really nervous about a winter with a newborn. Yes. I was just nervous about being a mom. And so I thought, okay, if I can look down and like feel a sense of happiness, mm-hmm. uh, my kid wasn't enough. I needed <laughs> I needed a cloud. I needed blue. like a $400 cloud. Yeah. I think it was more expensive. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. And I don't know. It did the trick. It was yeah. one of my best winters ever. Yeah. So I don't, I haven't like, Actually, we have a bunch for different. Do you find that you need a carrier for yeah. like, different things? Yeah, I do. So we had like a newborn one, which yeah. is great for the first few months. Mm-hmm. And then this is great. Like we do find that we travel with this one because you can do like backpack and out facing right. and in facing. He did like almost all his naps for four per- four month period in this thing. So mm-hmm. I mean, I would say the price per wear was definitely there. Yeah. But I think you could probably get it with other ones. I just liked the cloud print. Yeah. And I don't know. I'm a sucker for yeah for good shit. Yeah. Good looking shit. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so what about bribing with candy? I mean, I I think like my feelings are that I'm doing it right now because like whatever works. Um, like literally, need to go poo. Don't go poo in your pull up. Go poo in the potty, and you got a gummy. Like, but I also think I'm like, what's like the end game there? Like, how am I going to get him to do things without the promise of a gummy? <laughs> totally. But basically, I'm just hoping that someone will respond to me and tell me it's okay that I'm doing that because. I don't know. Yeah. Can you please send Liz a DM and say you're okay? Yeah. I'm not looking for a negative opinion. This is what I remind myself of because I think my sister also has done this. Like I was so nervous to give birth and then my sister's like, well, everyone does it. So y'all be fine. And then like with like soothers or with all the things, it's like, well, everyone does it. It's true. So everyone gets through it. You're going to be fine. Okay. Mm -hmm. One more. I don't know what number we're on, but one more. And I feel like this is more of a you question. Lactation consultants. Well, again, read the essay. Um, but <laughs> do your I, homework. Yeah, I um, I mean, I know that they're incredibly helpful for some people, and I think there's some amazing ones. And I do think that what people need to remember is that their agenda is to help you breastfeed, and so mm-hmm. it's inevitable that you're going to feel some pressure. And I also think that like lactation consultants, sleep consultants, like all these consultants, like when you're a new mom and you're tired and you're feeling vulnerable, like you will spend any money. And, like, kind of listen to anything. Oh, my God. It's so true. So I just think that, like, you know, be discerning and just remember that. Like, actually, like, you are the only person who knows what the right thing is to do for your baby. And so, yes, if, like, you are having, like, I don't know, if breastfeeding really hurts and you want some help, like, amazing, like lactation consultants are amazing. But also everything they tell you, you don't have to do. Speaking of, like – Breastfeeding did does really hurt, especially in the yeah. beginning. I feel like it's like working in new shoes or something. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't know if everyone knows about this, but I had this amazing, probably not super healthy, but I had this amazing steroid cream. Yes, that I, would put I know on. the cream. And I and my sister had a different one and I tried hers, but mine was amazing. Mm-hmm. And it and I still had to use it like a little while ago when he got teeth. And yeah. it is the best thing ever and it really changed my life. Yeah, it's like a formulation. Um my yes. they like my, mix it up like at Cold Stone. <laughs> exactly no truly yeah it's like you literally there's like a piece of paper with like this percentage of yes. this and like it actually like it does work i had it i used it too okay we'll post we'll post it in their stories yeah. or on the feed or something we'll yeah post the formulation yeah because if your nipples feel like they're gonna fall off like this will help yeah yeah they don't everyone's feel like they're gonna fall off when they first start mm. breastfeeding yeah i mean it's like it's like wearing in a new pair of shoes it's like you have to like toughen the leather ew 
Well, yeah. it's, it is what it is. No, 100%. <laughs> sorry. I'm just like weird about leather and then all of it oh, yeah. weird. Sorry, vegan. Um, okay. So I think we've had enough of that. Oh, we did have one other quick question that we can answer. Yeah. About um, favorite baby products. So I just was thinking like one automatically came to mind. So because as you know, I shifted to formula feeding when Emmett was around five months and I got the baby Brezza, which is like the instant Ooh, formula yeah. maker, bottle it's maker. It's the latte. It's the Nespresso yes. of. Yes. It is so worth it. It is. I like had it beside my Nespresso and it was like so satisfying to be like coffee for mom, bottle for baby. Mm-hmm. And it's like, it's a little pricey, but it's so How worth it. How much is it? I don't know. It's like 200 something. But to just not have to worry about like the bringing powder with you, it's just like I would just make a bottle before we would go out and Mm -hmm. like put it in the bag in like a cooler or if I knew he was going to have it like half an hour. It was just nice to have it ready. Yeah. Um, And the other thing, kite baby pajamas. Mm. They're so soft and like – I feel like they're a good bring home from hospital. Yeah. They're just like the bamboo PJs, so nice and like – The sleep sacks. Yeah. They're really great. They also have women's stuff too. Yeah. Yeah. Not my vibe. You don't want to feel like a giant baby. (laughs) Like Sorry. It's really weird. (laughs) Yeah. You don't want like a giant sleep sack. Um, Yeah. Those were the two that came to mind. What about you? Oh my goodness. Okay. I kind of feel like it's the Dyson. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, like the vacuum. Yeah, like, yeah actually, that's since very we started true. eating. Yeah, uh, first of all, he loves it. He's obsessed. So I vacuum like a hundred <laughs> times a day because he just it keeps us occupied for a few minutes. Yeah, and it literally like makes cleaning up after him so yeah. much better. Since once you're eating solids, it's like crumb city. Oh my god. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and then um, a second one would probably be the snuggle me. For the oh, beginning yeah. days, yeah, he like could sleep anywhere in that, and it mm-hmm. was like so cozy, and he could sleep on our bed or on the couch or whatever. Mm-hmm. So I feel like those are like my top two products. We should probably like put more thought into this and like we can do, do like, a bigger list yeah. or something. Yeah, but those are just the first that come to mind. All right, I think we should wrap it up here. Yeah, I think so too. I have really good news for you, though. What? I didn't say switching gears once. This oh my episode. god, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> I, know. I feel like our language is really evolving. I hope so. I think so. Um, speaking of, I don't know. <laughs> like, go put your heart shaped glasses on. Okay, we're gonna go actually uh, save Emmett. Emmett from well, save your parents from Emmett. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, well, love ya. See ya. Bye. Bye. We're just having a little mini snack break right now. Recess. We're eating a tartine right now. And then I randomly got a mocha. (laughs) Decaf. You don't want to hear see me with calf. I already feel like my, I can feel my blood swimming within me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's what it does. (laughs) Also, like, I, I, like, had to, like, tell myself to stop envisioning Chris as a night nurse because I was, like, (laughs) going to die laughing. I'm literally, like, imagining him, like, just... Oh my god, I love it so much. I really want to like mock up like a picture. Okay, let's. (laughs) Yeah, we should.